Mum. Oh, mum, 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 stop. My mum was a porn star. Here we are. I'm Honey, otherwise known as Miss Honey Anilverka. And this is My Mum is a Porn Star. Uh, She's a porn star. Porn star. Oh, I like this version where I get like she little works hard happy singing. Mouse is never happy about so it. Hard for her money. <laughs> so Maz can't join us again uh, today. Unfortunately, the poor darling, she has been going through some shit, and I'm I've been struggling whether or not to share what she's been going through these last several weeks that we haven't been able to put out episodes. But yeah, no, her partner's in hospital. He's not well. He might not make it. So um, sorry, Maz hasn't exactly been feeling real up chirper up to. Completely understandable. Totally Maz. understandable. We totally understand yeah. that. Yeah, complete sympathy. Yeah. Yeah, nothing but empathy. So once again, I am unleashed on my own, let loose. Not quite on your own though. No. I'm not sure if you should keep meeting like this. (laughs) (laughs) Especially as we happen to be in a bed right now. I know, this is actually the, we're progressing. It started in the lounge room, now we're in the king bed and there's three of us. Three in the bed and the little ones Anything could happen. And the little ones Context on that joke, I'm a little. <laughs> <laughs> so I've got a couple of guests with me today because I know it's a bit boring listening to my voice on her own. As, as sexy as it is, I tend to waffle duck shit a bit. So I've <laughs> 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 got a guest. Returning to the show once again, we have the lovely Violet Divine. And accompanied by Violet, we have, as discussed momentarily before, a little who isn't here to talk about being a little, but we have the lovely Darcy Chance. I'm sorry, it just sounded like you were doing a little WWE introduction there, so I just had to go with it. Yeah, thanks. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Totally, totally. If I was more organised, I would have talked you up more, but... (laughs) Fuck, I'm tired. We were drinking yesterday. With Fuck, we're drinking right now. Yeah. Let's be like, honest. Like, yeah. come on. Yeah. Wait, look, we all know what happens at Violet's house. And yeah. It's beer. <laughs> it's beer. It's beer. It's lager, okay? I'm a slut for some fucking lager, sue me. Yeah, yeah. and as soon as Darcy's involved, there's even more lager. Yeah. yeah it's just, it's, it's the blind leading the fucking blind, literally the blind. We're trying our best. No chips this time, though. That's fucking rude. We had popcorn. I mean, to be fair, though, they probably don't want to hear us, like, chewing on that. Well, true. To be fair, I'll probably go get more beer and truce later. <laughs> we definitely will. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, we are here to talk this week. The girls have chosen the topic because, yeah, I couldn't be fucking decide which fucking thing on uh, Martha or Martha. But anyway, the girls have decided... That this week we should talk about how we miss our clients. We miss oh, you. We miss them so much. Oh. Bit of a soppy one. 
Oh my god. Yeah. Oh my god. My manager texts me. Oh, well, oh, that that's is. That's a little bit of a change of tone, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> no, she's great. She's great. I call her kink now and she's great. Yeah. 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 Well, anyway, clients, we miss them. We miss you. <laughs> so much. Like, I'm. That may be surprising to the clients, but we really do miss you. We're like, here. we love you. We're here to debunk the fucking misconception that we're heartless bitches, which, you know. I mean, we can we be, but. But we are. But we're heartless bitches with a big heart. Wait, yeah. we're heartless bitches with a big soul? I don't know. Uh, I just got a big hole. <laughs> All I'm fucking saying is we have a void that only you can feel and interpret that how any fucking way you want. That's always saying. Oh my god, I can't. I don't think Darcy's gotten out much. We're fucking two minutes in. Darcy's already lost her shit. <laughs> so Darcy and and Violet are having to share a mic. Yeah, maybe right, we share when things Darcy- all the time. We share everything. Ooh, everything. Everything. Again, interpret that you however you want. You wanna share me, baby? <laughs> Again, interpret that however you want. <laughs> oh, anytime. Oh, I mean yeah. yes. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> Are you blushing? Maybe. <laughs> I meant it to honey, but both of you are. <laughs> Honey's putting her face in her shirt right now. She is losing her face to her titties. Open coming. Darcy is laughing at her cheeks red as a rose. So am I, and I don't know why I'm blushing. I think I'm blushing because everyone else is. It's making me tingle. I don't know what's happening. Stupid pale skin. It's five minutes. It's not even five minutes in, and I'm already fucking sexually confused. (laughs) This wasn't even supposed to be sexual. Anyway, clients, we miss you filling our voids. (laughs) And our holes. I miss filling my wallet. I miss feeling a lot of fucking things, all right? Okay. Yeah, a lot of things are being left empty right now. Yeah. And and funny thing is, like, I enjoy getting to know my clients and having a chat. You know, some workers, they were, like, especially in a parlour situation, I'll get talking to the girls and so many of them go, oh, I don't want to talk to them. I just want to do it and get the job. Get them it in, it get them off, get them out. It depends on the mood for me. Like, some days I'm like, I can't be bothered. Purely just because I personally cannot be bothered talking to anybody. But most days, <laughs> I'm like, talk your ear off. Yeah, I, I hear everything about you because let's get intimate in more ways than just sexuality. Yeah. And I'm here four days a week. <laughs> well, I'm only there two days a week for four hours. So, but anyway. how many days are you there, Darcy? <laughs> oh, it depends. In I'm general. Sorry, but generally, like three? Three to four? Yeah. yeah. Okay. So, um, wait, wait, so you're two, you're three to four? Yeah. Okay, cool. As context, I'm most prominently an independent worker and I've only worked very handful in parlour before. So I'm also just very interested in parlour workers because it's just like I haven't really done. How many days I work depends on how many days I work at my other job as I also have a day job. Okay. Generally, how much do you work at the day job? Like five? It depends on how many, yeah, how many, how much of a workaholic I'm being at the moment because like. Massive workaholic. When you you have a higher position, is it longer? Yeah. So I usually do like four or five days at the, my day job. And then I will do like double shifts and stuff to do like three or four days at my other job because I'm insane. Okay, in the membrane, and you work two. I only work only four hours because I only work while Bobby's at school. Yeah, well, see, everyone tells me I'm crazy. No one works like I do. I just, I really enjoy my jobs. 
me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You Except work for me. As much as I, I do. But I just, I like my jobs. That's, well, so, like, why not? And that brings it back around to, like, so I love my clients. We miss yeah. you. And I feel like such a bitch going, oh, I, I, I'm, I'm not really feeling that. But I suppose that there is a couple of clients oh, and, you know, and I sit there wondering how they're doing and hoping they're doing all right. There's, there's also different aspects. Like, it's not so much like... Oh, I miss my client as a person. As we were saying before, honey, do you or do you not miss beating people? Oh, yes. There we go. So you miss work, really you miss your do. client. You know, you and miss like, you know, there's some of my so CBT clients that I especially enjoy fucking up that I sit there every day and every day I sit there going, I wonder how they're going. I really miss hurting their junk. Yeah, yeah. no, that's what I, That's what we mean. Like it's not necessarily you missing. Yeah, you miss, but like, just sometimes like you just miss the, yeah, the interactions with the people. Yeah, I do like chatting with people and getting to know them. Like, I'm not a. It definitely depends on the person, though. Like, yeah, yeah. some people are assholes. Yeah, some people are just like, or they're like, it's like talking to a rock. Yeah. It's like, is there any substance here? Yes. Okay. So Violet just said that usually the people that are like a rock and don't say anything leave the end of the booking being like, oh my God, this was the best experience of my life. And we're just like, what? Because you didn't even make a noise, homeboy. Like, I'm confused. And, and I do th- those bookings are very difficult for me because yeah. I need like you need to bounce off someone a little bit you know like I can't do this all by myself like I've got a lot of charisma but I do not have that much charisma yeah you know and, yeah and also with their if they don't talk with you and everything like we all know I'm as spoken as fuck I tend to take off the rough edges in bookings but how much I need to take off the rough edges. I don't know unless you're talking to me and I can go, ah, Well, I mean, you don't know how to respond to anything if they're not talking to you. Like, even, like, from beyond the aspects of just having conversation with them, like, obviously that's part of it. You don't know if they're enjoying what you're talking about or if they're just sitting there being like, can you actually just shut up? Yep. And then beyond that, you also have like when you're actually, you know, in the intimate act with them, if they're not communicating with you, you don't know if they're enjoying it. <gasps> I hate the silent it? ones. Oh, isn't it the worst? No, you'll you'll literally be like on top of them, like riding them. And then you're looking at them like, are you enjoying this? Like, what what is going on here? Do I need to change it up? Are you having a shitty time? And mm-hmm. it's really, yeah, it's really, really hard. It's like, I need you to communicate with me whether this is okay with you. Not even just if you're enjoying it, but like... Like the consent aspect. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and like, in, a lot of people they won't talk. They won't like oh, even in vanilla. So many. Like this is also like going into vanilla stuff away from BDSM. Is like the communication can sometimes be very very fucking poor, um, and that can be from multiple things like being awkward, being nervous, being shameful, mm. all kinds of things. And it's miscommunication and non-communication just happens so much. Yeah, on this one, basically yeah. can't talk. It's fine. I love you. You're safe. Yeah. Talk to me, baby. Yeah. Tell me. Talk to me. Are you okay? What is going on? That's the main thing. Is like you need to just suck on a titty. Like tell exactly. Me. Oh, like that's I got m- big titties. Suck on those babies. <laughs> <laughs> My, well, mine aren't that big, but there's a lot to suck on. Um. But yeah, no. The most important, like the thing that annoys me most about that, like lack of communication, is. I feel like they're not giving me consent. I don't know if you're consenting to what I'm doing to you if you're just laying there. You know what I mean? And, like, you can ask them, like, do you enjoy this? And normally all they give is just, like, a nod. And then you're still questioning it because the nod isn't... Like, are you just saying that? Exactly. Like, like, what's un- the I d- like yeah. in my opinion, a nod isn't full consent. Like, you need to verbalise no, to me. Yes. 
this is fine. Yeah, yeah no, definitely. Because a nod can be, like, it could be a twitch. Like, you yeah, know what I mean? anything. Yeah. And so many times people, as I said, like, just don't talk. So you just don't know. And also it's like a differentiating line between, like, I'm going to give you an experience that's unforgettable and you totally love. But I also don't want to break your boundaries. But I want to give you something that you probably never tried before. And like, I find something that's really common is, is nipples. Because men oh apparently God, yes. don't have nipples. I completely agree. I was... When I started working in parlours, beforehand I'd met one guy who was open enough to telling me that he enjoyed his nipples being played with. But since working in parlours, I've noticed that so many men like get really turned on by having their nipples played no, with. No, they do because like think about it. Like they're other than milk fucking ducks and obviously a lot more fucking hammer. You didn't see what I did, but I just hiked my titties up. <laughs> <laughs> Um, the only really difference is is absolutely fucking nothing. Literally nothing. They still they've nice. still got all the nerves so, and stuff that we do. Do you like yeah, your nipples played with? You, you they literally do, do have, have it? Yes, everything do. that we do exactly. because men can breastfeed under the right conditions. What? Yeah. What? Yeah. They can lactate. They can lactate. <laughs> 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 oh. that in. They can da, lactate. Da, they can da, lactate. Darcy, can I la- love it when you talk dirty to me, baby. <laughs> Say it again. That was pathetic. pathetic. Give her a second. Wait, hold on, ready? It's right, like having me on the show. <coughs> oh, yeah. That was also pathetic, oh. but what were we talking about? I don't know. So, yes, titties. <laughs> <laughs> so, yes, anyway, titties. <laughs> oh, yeah, men nipples. Yeah, men lactating. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I should do a whole episode on lactating because, as you girls probably know, but everybody else might not realise that cue cow is one of my things. Yes, I know. We do know. Yeah, so I I can talk about lactating a quite a bit. (laughs) (laughs) Quite a while. Quite a while about all that. And one of these days... about it till the cows come home. (laughs) (laughs) Do love a good pun. Turn that mic down a bit. People's earrings yeah, are gonna we get are literally s- the loudest people. <laughs> <laughs> so like, <laughs> she's lost it. She's in the lost the plot. <laughs> fucking she's even fucking it. gone. She's she's fucking she's Sorry, slapping the bed. She's knee slapping. She's about she's knee slapped about fifty five times since that joke was like hey hey ha. We're here all week. <laughs> Can't Supervise take these two the anywhere, same. I tell you. <laughs> <laughs> I think I'm going to have to put them over my lap later, maybe. <laughs> no. <laughs> that's, um, that's a strong boundary. <laughs> yeah, no. yeah, if I was not cool with that. I'm sorry. I'm with that. Look, honestly, I honestly think that, like, I was thinking about this recently, and I think that the act of getting spanked is hot, but I grew up with hydrogen titus sepativa. <laughs> I grew up with boils on my bum, okay? I think yeah, I would yeah. like if I didn't grow up with boils on my bum. Yes. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, I don't know what we're talking how about, right? How do we get the boils? And I would oh. also like to we say thank you to all my clients. <laughs> thank you to all my clients who never brought light to my fucking massive skin oh. condition. Oh. And I love you and I miss you. Okay, and I can't segue. wait to fuck you. What segue? 
segue? Because we're going to expect to be back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Look, ready, 360, and we're back. Um, Thank you, bye. Yeah, miss you, love you. Thank you for never mentioning my skin condition. And especially fuck you to everybody who messaged me saying, I watched your porn and I think you had HSV too. Not that there's, that there's anything wrong with HSV too, but don't go Which around Which is herpes, what we're talking yep, about. Herpes, yeah. Don't fucking go around diagnosing people's shit. Yeah, no, okay. she didn't have herpes. She had boils. There's a difference. Like, I can really fun to squeeze. Which, by the way, I can... T- which, there is a massive difference. Can totally see how aesthetically, like, looking at it, that would look the same as clusters. But don't go around... Yeah. Fu- there we go. A little bit better. Okay, I smelled that. Yeah. Look, the other half just went in my face. Yeah. <laughs> you enjoyed it. Yeah. Oh, there we go. Oh. Why did that taste like cucumber? And just in case you're curious, you know, the wonders of modern medicine, Vi did go and find a different friggin' doctor who actually managed to give her the shit to actually cure your boils. So you don't have a boily bum anymore. I oh, know. I actually have a really clear bum. I always used to find it a little, oh, I don't know if funny is the right word, but it used to give me a smile. How, you know, before you went to go film porn, you'd always have to put makeup on your bum to cover the boils. Oh, <laughs> I don't mean to. that. Oh, you still have to. Oh, because of the scars. Because of the scars. Yeah. One day, though, it'll all be gone. She won't have yeah, to do that anymore. But I don't she mean it in a nasty way. It's just like better. it's just yeah, like it's part funny. of your whole little ritual, it's your so porn filming ritual. People look at my face and they're like, oh my gosh, you're so fucking hot. And then I take my clothes off and they're like, oh my God, that is a train wreck. So, like, <laughs> yeah, okay. so yes, people, you yes, too people. can be a porn a star face. and be a train wreck. Yeah, I fucking. Oh, 100% because like, look at the three of us. Mate, I've got fuck it. I've got excess skin coming out the fucking wazoo. I got fucking scars. I got mate. My titties literally. My titties literally look like two golf balls in a sock dangling down there. It's not so a golf ball, but it's not a tennis ball. Like, like what's in between, like a god stopper. Anyway, okay, we're gonna get back on to um, yeah. topic because she's gonna have a lot of editing here. Sorry. To <laughs> ADHD. Yeah. Mm, Sponsored sponsored by Pure Blonde. Uh, Darcy, you not only do um, full service work like me and Violet, but you also do stripping as well, yeah? I used to. Oh, you used to? I used to, yeah. So uh, that's how I first entered the industry was through stripping. Um, And then I moved into full service. But, yeah, I do definitely have a fair bit of experience. In taking my clothes off and dancing. Woohoo. Yes. So, would you say that the relationships you build with stripping clients are different compared to the relationships you build with full service clients? Yes. For me personally, I think it obviously depends on each person, but for me personally, I find the relationship with full service clients is a lot more intimate mm-hmm. because. I think it's not just because you're having sex with them, but also just because you're just like in a room together. Yeah. Whereas like as a stripper, like you're in a club kind of situation. So Mm -hmm. you can't kind of get that like surface level of getting to know each other like you do when you're meeting a random person at a club. Mm -hmm. Like it's just like you're hanging out and, you know, having fun. Yeah. Whereas as a full service, it's like you you guys in a room together. You can set whatever mood you want and you can really, really sort of get to know each other. You can have private time. Exactly. And you can get more intimate in not just physically intimate, but you can get more emotionally intimate because yeah. it's just you guys just hanging out and you don't have the pressure of being in the club, Yeah, I guess. Um, 
and I definitely prefer those kinds of relationships with clients because yeah. I, yeah, I just can't help but like question people and like, you know, want to get to know them and stuff. So yeah, I prefer the relationship with full service clients personally. Yeah. And Vi, like you've done stripping in the past as yeah. well. But yours was a different sort of environment, wasn't it? Yeah, I did peep shows. Yeah. So, like, mine was a lot different because, yeah, like, there was pretty much probably, like, only one, maybe two strippers on at the same time and it was peep shows and you could get a private dance. Like, it was more impersonal, like, not as personal when you're doing peep shows because you obviously have, like, a window in between you. Yeah. Um, but when they get a private, you're, like, you're in a private room together. So, it is intimate you can do kind of whatever the fuck you want really yeah like i didn't i personally didn't do full service while i did peep shows but girls definitely do and like club x fucking turns a blind eye like whatever um but i do remember a couple of my club x clients but not as much as my full service okay i really don't like there's definitely some that like do stick out and i do remember they kind of like when i left stripping they kind of followed me yeah kind of thing but it's definitely different but like also like being peep shows like i don't know it was kind of different i feel like yeah it's definitely different with stripping compared to full service clients you also kind of spend a bit more time with a full service client yeah whereas like with most stripping clients they're yeah exactly they're booking you for a 10 15 minute lappy you you know you get the guys that book you in the champagne room every so often and spend the night with you but they're spending the night with you getting pissed yeah having fun it's not getting to know each other yeah so it's more like a party vibe rather than exactly whereas in full service you have people book you for an hour 12 hours however long and you're spending all of that time with that person whereas yeah stripping it's you're spending 10 minutes grinding on them yeah yeah Yeah. champagne room you're like having fun and drinking drinking and and dancing partying rather than getting to know each other yeah yeah yeah. Although I once had a nine-hour booking of a guy eating my ass, so I don't. Oh, we, d- oh, we, definitely, <laughs> we definitely get the big old the hours long. Yeah, guys just doing something yeah. I wouldn't have even thought of. Yeah, yeah. But do you know what? Why the fuck not? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. 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 and we are proud. <laughs> So, Vi, do you find that you miss your kink clients or your BDSM clients differently to the way you miss your full service clients? Um, okay, so, like, I guess in a way, like, if I wasn't doing content with my friends, the answer would be very different. Yeah. But I am getting somewhat of an outlet yeah. with friends. Like, yeah. obviously, like, I've done stuff with Luna, I've done stuff with Darcy, I've, I've done stuff with Charlie, I'll be doing stuff with you and stuff like that. So yeah. it's not like I'm not getting any outlet at all. I've definitely found that it's had an impact on my mental health because mm-hmm. I'm a fucking crazy cunt and just some outlet kink stuff. Some yeah, like, I'm a kinkster through and through and a lifestyler and also, like, it's a healthy way for me to release emotions and also, like, keep myself in check. Yeah, because like when I'm topping and when I'm doming a lot, I keep myself in so much check because I'm like, how the fuck can I discipline people if I can't discipline myself? How can I push people Mm -hmm. to be their best if I'm not the best and everything like that? So like I personally am my best self when I'm topping a lot because I hold myself and every and all my yeah, like because I hold my subs and my slaves to a high to a high standard, so I have to be a high standard. I definitely noticed how um my standards in myself and the people around me have dropped. Yep. And I've definitely fallen back into old shitty habits. Yeah. 
like shitty shitty habits yeah definitely yeah. so and that is because of the loss of kink like, yeah i mean when you're topping you're the whole time you're really really taking that other person's feelings into consideration so like i feel like if you're not doing that all the time you kind of get a little bit out of practice of it do you know what i mean like yeah. when you're well, not just out of practice of it but when you're doing it all the time it's in your head all the time yeah to be true. thinking about like, and i've like the other person you know and i've definitely like i've had fights with friends during this isolation and stuff, which I honestly feel that if it wasn't for the pandemic, wouldn't have happened. Oh, 100%. Oh, yeah, definitely. Everyone's under stresses at the moment that we don't have our coping mechanisms. Exactly. Exactly. And it goes on to, like, what you're what you were told recently yeah no, i'm i'm yeah no i'm ashamed to admit it that like my psychiatrist literally told me recently that like because obviously my mental health has suffered through lockdown as well and my psychiatrist literally told me that it's not because i've gotten weaker or anything but it's because i've lost my coping mechanisms which was work work was my main coping mechanism you Mm -hmm. know so i've like lost that so it's had a massive impact yeah so i feel like our work definitely impacts our lives in different ways and we have relationships with clients that can be really really beneficial to us yeah Yeah. to answer your question i definitely am feeling the pinch of having lack of kink yeah to the level that i had it at yeah see and i think that's interesting because like whereas like we've all been in lockdown but i've been in lockdown just me and Bub isolated on our own sort of thing and then also having to deal with, you know, because Bub has a lot of her own mental health issues and having to be a mother around that and remote school learning and all that sort of stuff. I've been in this, like, little island just, I don't know. F- trying to keep your head afloat. Trying to keep yeah. a head afloat sort of thing, whereas you're more a household sort of situation. And so you are getting to interact with people like Darcy and they built the shit out of every now and then, you know, those sorts of things. So I'm very much feeling the there's this total absence of kink because for me, myself as well, kink is also part of my coping mechanisms and it really affects my mental health if I don't have kink. But at the same time, the way my mind works with kink is I find clients very emotionally draining. Mm-hmm. So for me, myself, unless I have a, a really strong emotional connection with somebody, I find um, emotionally exhausting. So at work, the kink practices helps balance out my mental health in one way and overall, but then I get emotionally drained because I'm always giving to my clients and I have no partner at home to yeah it's definitely a balance yeah of the two like because you like we've we've all heard of sex worker burnout yeah and it's the same thing so like, i feel like at the moment we're at the opposite end of it yeah yeah you know exactly I mean? so yeah. i'm suffering from mentally from lack of kink but i'm not suffering the emotional drain yeah. of clients yeah, yeah, yeah so i'm sort of of two minds you know what i mean but i really do need kink again yeah i i really need to do that i really miss the girls at work Oh, that's something I'm missing as well. Like, because working, obviously, (laughs) yeah, Violet. Sorry, so I don't know girls' rooms. You guys can reminisce girls' rooms, but I'll go to the bathroom. (laughs) But I just I miss the girls' room mostly because a lot of my friends in my day to day life are not sex workers. Yeah. So there's so many things that they just don't we don't discuss. Yeah. Or they just don't understand or whatever. And like being in a girls' room, you're just surrounded by a 
a whole bunch of really like-minded people. Yeah. Really, really like-minded people. And it's such like a, a supportive setting. Yeah, yeah. But that's like my favourite thing about girls' rooms is mm-hmm. that everyone is literally just there to look after each other. Yeah. And I'm really missing that. Yeah, and I really find because we do spend so much time around each other but also opening on a deeper level than what normal relationships within yeah. our society are. You know, we talk about the shit to each other and, and are downright honest with each mm-hmm. other in a way the average person isn't, isn't. Yeah, sort of thing. So not only were they a lot of my social interactions, the girls at work and that support network, but when I interact with them, it's to a so much deeper level. 100%. And yeah. you can sort of like talk about and sort of release different things to them. Like, yeah. for example, like my best friend, like absolutely fucking love her, like love her to death and back, but she's not a sex worker. So there's some certain things that I yeah. just can't release to her and have her understand. Yeah. You know what I mean? So yeah. like being in a girl's room with a whole bunch of girls who will probably have similar experiences or can at least relate in some kind of way yeah. is so helpful to me because it can feel really, really isolating when you're around people who don't understand or can't talk about those little things, you know? Mm-hmm. And that's kind of where I find myself all the time, like being an independent worker because like I'm an independent worker with a lot of fucking anxiety. Already like on top of my social anxiety, like I was pretty much ostracized. Ostracized? Is that the word? Ostracized. Ostracized. Hashim and enemist. Hang on, remember, no big words on this podcast. I was pretty much kicked to the motherfucking curb, all right? I was kicked to the curb because I kept the wrong company because nobody warned me about the company I was keeping. They just judged me for it. Yeah. Because typical. Yeah. Um, And so I have a lot of fucking anxiety around meeting sex workers and also because I am very open about my mental health, which when you're really open about your mental health and have possible boundary issues... Um, it comes with a lot of repercussions, um, unfortunately. And so I find friends really hard. And because I don't work in a parlour, I hardly have any sex worker friends. Mm. Like I have you because I met you friends. at a parlour. Yeah. I have you because we've known each we other know five fucking years. We like, workers, yeah, yeah, like weirdly enough, like funny story about Darcy and I, we were friends way before we became sex workers. <laughs> and I just became sex workers in our own parlours. And we're just like, ha ha, hey, makes sense. Girls, we both became and then we're like, ha, oh, <laughs> makes sense. It's makes a whole sense. world after Yeah, literally all. no one is surprised makes sense. All right, and here we go. Um, but that comes at a price of yeah, like being independent. Like being independent and being openly fucked is re- comes at a really, really lonely, lonely price. Mm. It would do. And like the thing with parlours is like you're not going to get along with every, no. like all 50 But at least you get along with one. Yeah, exactly. However, at least you have the option of, 15 girls to go through to find those handful that you really click with and yeah. you really connect I with. I don't have yeah. that option. So, like, I... The closest you think I have is, yeah, like, Instagram. Client. No, the closest thing I have is the client. Yeah. Yeah. And that's why I'm feeling it so much more because it's taken away my human interaction because I'm a fucking hermit. Yeah. Like, fuck you, fuck everyone, fuck the lot of you, fuck the lot of you, honestly. Yeah. Love you, but fuck you. Um, get out of my fucking space. And that's, like, what I've always been like. Like, I'm a fucking anxious, awkward little fucking hermit. So when you're an anxious, awkward little fucking hermit who's an independent worker that puts their heart and soul into fucking work and then all of a sudden you get ripped away from you, you're all of a sudden very fucking lonely and mm-hmm. you start fighting people. Yep. Mm-hmm. Well, I was Me. exactly <laughs> the same. I didn't just have the outlet of, well, work, both of my jobs, I guess, were my outlet. So Darcy has an amazing day job. I have an amazing day job. <laughs> Let's just put it that way. I don't... 
don't want to really be ill anymore, but I have an amazing day job. It's good people just say that. She Darcy's very lucky that she has two two of the best jobs in the world. Yeah. So I am a massive like house dweller. Like I'm a hermit as well. So losing both of my jobs, I'm in the same ex- like same boat where I've just lost everything. And I feel like you would be very much the same, honey, like being at home with bub and then not being able to work. Yeah. And like, yeah. look, I'm your bubble buddy and fuck. Yeah, yeah, you're my bubble buddy like and you live an hour's drive away. And if I'm your bubble yeah. buddy, that's saying a fucking lot because who the fuck wants to be around here around choice? <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, so just to update people with us and our, our lockdown here because, you know, a, a lot of people don't live in Melbourne. <laughs> um, yeah, so in Melbourne we've been in lockdown for over 170 days now. Are you fucking oh, wow. kidding me? Yeah, we've been in lockdown a long time. Are you? <laughs> yeah, apparently. No, it has to be way more than that because it's been seven months. Apparently, we've got the world's longest lockdown. No, well, it's been seven months and the fucking year's only fucking 12. I don't know how many, but uh, yeah, I oh know wait, it's I definitely over sense. 170 <laughs> days that we've been yeah, in lockdown. And we've been confined to our houses and we've been under curfew and only one person at the supermarket, blah, 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 and all these different stuff for different households <laughs> and everything. But basically, uh, mine and me and Bub, it's just us. It's literally just us in a very small unit going insane for months with a with a child that's like ODD, ADHD, autistic spectrum. <laughs> you, you know. Love love her. Lo- love her. Love her. But love yeah. Life a lot. It, a lot. A lot at a normal circumstance. And this is what yeah. we're like saying before, like the fucking oh the fucking every kids. Imagine being fucking at home for seven months when oh you're a fucking kid. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, she's oh. struggling. Imagine being a fucking parent stuck at home with your fucking kid for seven months. I don't know what's fucking worse. Yeah, because I'm like, struggling with my mental health. Love you. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, like, but like, she's honestly, also struggling from the no, lack of social this interaction. Is saying, like, like, we're just fucking two sex. Like, at the end of the day, honey, we're just two fucking... Like, Darcy and I are just two sex workers. We just lost one thing. Yeah. You, as a household, have lost a lot more than fucking Darcy and I. We just lost... I, well, I lost my outlet. Like work, Darcy lost two outlets. You've lost school. You've yeah. lost independence. You've lost socialising. You've lost everything like that that yeah. comes with it as well. So fucking hard. But because Melbourne's been good little Vegemites wearing our masks and staying home. Lowering our numbers. And lowering our we numbers. We finally got the those, those of us that are... <laughs> Drilled into us when they took away our fucking liberated freedom, yeah, and human rights. Oh no, no, no! They didn't take away our human rights. Old. Like it's not like okay, we're no, slaves or we're fucking not in detention okay, or anything. We're not slaves. We're just we're, we're just we just. I was more restricted than I have been since I was a literal child. It's it's kind of like the difference between legalization and decriminalization is kind of how I see Melbourne right now. We haven't had our rights taken away, but we have a lot of fucking conditions around our human yeah, rights. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's kind of like legalization and decriminalization yeah. so we're not it's like we're not criminalized but like we've got a lot of fucking regulations but basically because we've been good little vegemites and the social the mental health toll and everything of being isolated those of us who are living with no other adults get to designate a bubble buddy so bubble butt bubble butt Viol- violet's my bubble, bubble buddy butt. so I, I i i get to come and visit violet now which is all very exciting for me and yeah i get to drive an hour to come and visit sorry. her and sleep on her couch sorry, and, and pick up books on the way yeah yeah Thank yeah, you. yeah. <laughs> so yeah so that's been really good for me to be able to just be able to talk again and just having some someone someone yeah and at least i don't mind if you bring 
the tag along. Yeah, <laughs> and one, it's fine. Mm-hmm. I'm very. <laughs> at least you have me, who's like, at least I'm a bit younger and I'm proficient in ch- children with ADHD and on the spectrum. Yeah, because she's insane. Yeah, like no. <laughs> <laughs> I have friends that are little is insane, but also because I had, do have a sibling that yeah. is 10 years younger than me that is on the spectrum with yeah. ADHD and ODD and everything like that. So having a tag along is honestly, it's kind of like a little bit therapeutic for me in a way. Oh, good. Do you want to babysit? <laughs> See, the technology would do its makeup but fuck it, or give it an animal. Like, yeah. it's, honestly, it's so similar to my siblings and I'm like... <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna give you tough love, then but then, then I'll give me. you a hug after it. Bub <laughs> calls Darcy the mean one. <laughs> We've gone good cop, bad cop. I did love though when Bub was trying to like soften Darcy up and trying to use all like the fluttering the eyelids and looking cute and puppy oh dog God, eyes. So, I wasn't even in the room, but I was laughing in the bathroom. Yeah. <laughs> I could, I could hear what was going. I didn't even have to see what was going on. I could hear the power struggle and I was like oh shit oh shit shit's going down I've just turned around to Bob and I've just gone and gone Bob Darcy's a stripper all the tools that you're trying to use on Darcy right she now money from. is what Darcy uses on men <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm I was like, try me. Mine are like two meters long. Mine are fucking killer, bitch. Look at my wings. You got Buckley's kid. She's been there, done that, and she runs the master course. But it was kind of cute. Like, I feel like she accepted defeat. Like, she took that with so much modesty. She was like, she was like, yep, no, I feel like. Yeah, I feel like. Yeah, like, I feel like. I feel like there was a moment there where she was like. You're good. I <laughs> you're good. You know what? You know, I'm not sure if you're like a cunt. Are you a bad? Okay. It sounds so dumb, but like, are you a bad bitch cunt at heart? Like, what is the level here? Well, bad bitch cunt of what? And what are we talking? What situation? Okay, if you have to ask clarification, then the answer's no. No, no, yeah, I'm not. Okay. I'm, I'm nice. So I'm one of those disgusting, nice yeah, people. Well, see, like me, Darcy. And Bub all have one thing in common. <laughs> We're all cunts. Yeah, so what you just saw right then is a power struggle of cuntness and then someone won. But what happens when cuntness wins over cuntness and you're in a cunt battle is respect. You win respect. Okay. So, like, no one's going to fucking throw hands. It's just why she was like, you're good. Okay, I accept that. And that's what it, <laughs> that's what it comes down to. <laughs> Whereas I don't understand countenance, so I just go why. So this is this is why Bob loves me because I understand that level of her. Okay, back in contract. We miss our clients. They're so good. We miss our clients. We love you. <laughs> Especially those ones that know how to fuck you right. They're really good. Oh, they're always the ugly ones that you don't expect too. Oh, it's always the ones you don't expect. Always. I, I love all my u- I love all my ugly fat clients. These guys know how to fuck. Oh, you try so hard, and I love it do well like you try hard and it's fucking well received and exactly we really appreciate that i will 100 percent take like your ugly dad bod that whole like obs- you know societal. it's not even an ugly dad it's bod it's like, societal like, like actually like, you know what come here i fucking love a fat boy and a fucking dad bod come here you big fucking lumberjack and let me climb you like a motherfucking tree Just i know a disclaimer s- on that but yeah um no seriously Ugly ones know how to fuck. Ugly fat ones know how to fuck. And if you have a dad bod and a beard that's hiding an ugly face, come the fuck at me. 
They usually spend half an hour eating your pussy first. I actually know so many sex workers that actually find a dad bod more attractive than any. Because dad bod means a fucking gentleman that's going to treat me with respect. Exactly. You know. Why are you going to fuck me over? You know when a good looking dude comes into the brothel and he walks in like he's king dick. And he's going to spend 10 minutes pounding you so hard that you're not having a good time. Let's put it that way. I'm the weird one that actually likes being pounded. No, that's fine. But it's like <laughs> fine, fine, but it's mostly like they'll the walk in, like they think they're so oh, amazing. With their sense of entitlement. They yeah. don't listen to what you say. They they're don't listen to it. They're not in a hot way. Yeah. Not in a hot way. And yeah. they don't listen to what you say at all. You can literally be like, I'm not enjoying this. I'm not enjoying this. I'm not enjoying this. You're going too hard. I'm not enjoying this. And they're like, no, no, but this is what girls like. This is what girls like because I'm oh. King Dick and I know everything. The girls like, <laughs> and you're oh. like, no, bruh. Oh, oh, like, that, no, those bruh. ones I hate. The ones that be like, nah, and that's what girls like. No, you don't fucking. If you're saying that's what girls like, then you don't know fucking. You have shit. no idea what girls like, and you've watched too much porn. And I don't know if I'm just a fucking cunt, but if you're in a fucking booking with me, I do not care if you're in a parlor, if you're an independent, if you're like, oh yeah, hell no, this is what girls like. I'm a hundred percent gonna turn my fucking like turn my body around so fucking motherfucking quick, kick you so hard the motherfucking balls to the point where your testicles are in your throat and I'd be like oh but that's what my guys like yeah and then you know what I'm going to do after that I'm going to destroy your ego with my words and you're going to walk out of there crying because your dick hurts and crying because your heart hurts because you've just realised that your whole <laughs> entire past is a lie and so this is why they are without consent. talk about it first if you want to pound people that's totally fine just ask first because yes. you know what do you know what the sexiest thing in the world is guess what Consent people get pounded with consent. It's totally fine. Just let the fucking bitch know. Yeah. Oh. Ask if it's extra. Not everybody has a deep pussy like me. Darcy, me. Darcy. Darcy. I have got literally the most shallow puss you'll ever meet in your entire life. Honestly. But like you can pound me. You just have to work up to it and ask when I'm ready. Yeah. You can't just bend me over and pound me. Oh. Just ask. Just talk to me. I do love the ones that communicate. Oh, they're the oh. best. And you know. Like, talk about what you like. Ask what I like. Ask before you do it. I ask before I do it. Everyone's talking. Oh, my God. Consent and communication. I'm fucking gushing. Literally, my pussy is wet thinking about communication. Yeah, Yeah. and when they're like, they've been really good about communicating through the booking, always afterwards, I always end up going, thank you for communicating. Men and women, normalize communication. You have to also remember your independent if you're fucking parlor if you fucking walk wherever the fuck whatever the fuck you do the first time with anybody is going to be fucking awkward everyone is different so you need to communicate communicate so you can figure each other out Mm -hmm. exactly because you're not gonna you there's only so much someone's bodily reactions can tell you and talk to people it's great and it's sexy so sexy sexy. i (laughs) love it when you ask me before you do it I love it when you for the booking and everything, and they tell you if there's things they don't like, and they yes, do, and like, if they and do they like, like yeah, no, yeah. No, 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 no. Like because I mean, we've all gone into those bookings where we just do the standard motions, mm-hmm. and you're like, we out. Yep, you zone out, and you just do the standard motions, and then afterwards, you're like, this could have been 
a way better experience for the both of us mm-hmm. if we just told each other what we like and what we don't like mm-hmm. rather than just doing this standard stuff that we're both supposed to like. Send back on nipples. 360 to nipple talk. <laughs> like we started the podcast <laughs> with. There we go. It, See, look, we planned this whole thing out. 360 nipples. <laughs> it is totally normal for you to like your nipples played with if you're a man. Totally mm-hmm. fine. Or an envy or whatever you are. Everyone can like their nipples played and with. If you do like your nipples played with, great. If you don't like your nipples played with, great. I fucking used to hate my nipples being played with so badly. Like, oh my God, we'll be having sex. You'd touch my nipple. I'd be turned off. Uh-huh. Got them pierced like two, two, I think like two almost three years ago. Oh my God. I'm going to always have like a nipple orgasm. Mm. So also, if you have shitty bad nipples that don't feel good, I do actually suggest trying the pierced nipple thing because it, there is like percentages of chances that you will it will just make it worse, but there's also percentages of chances it'll go nice. So get your and there's also size. it can stay the same, but yeah, it well, may exactly. But it all just comes down to like I hate having my nipples played with. Violet loves having her nipples played with, so you gotta communicate mm-hmm. because if you play with my nipples like you like Violet likes hers played with, I'm not going to enjoy it. So communication. Always, because mm. no one likes the same thing as every other person. And people like their nipples played with and sucked on different In ways. Different to ways, yeah. Different like strengths and like harshness yeah. and yeah. The way I like to explain it is like people are fingerprints. Yeah. So ev- just like everyone has their own individual fingerprint that has its own individual profile, exact same with everyone's likes, dislikes, kinks, everything like that. So you just have to communicate because no one fucking knows anything about anyone no. right now. Yeah. No. No one knows anything and every single person is completely different. <laughs> so when we get back to what they're, they're calling COVID normal and we can start seeing clients again, how are you looking forward to that? How is nervous. you nervous? I'm nervous and excited all at the same time. I feel like I remember the first time having, my, having sex again. Yeah. I'm just really hoping that my first client's a nice one because I'm going to be a little bit out of practice. Yeah, I think that important thing to to mention, you know, that we are human too Mm. and just as it's been a long time for clients, no doubt why they've been stuck in lockdown, we've been stuck in lockdown too. I know my pussy's not going to be – and my ass. My ass is definitely – They're not going to be able to take what they could before. No. So, yeah, it's going to be like, yeah, starting all over again. Yeah, we're going to sort of have to really get back into the swing of things. Yep. And I can imagine we'll be busy the first few days or the first couple of weeks or whatever back. Everybody will be like, oh, my God, the hookers are open again. I'm going. And our poor little pussies are going to be like, oh, (laughs) ouch. I'm not used to this. Yeah. So, (laughs) (laughs) I actually know quite a few workers that do get thrush and, so and bv and, and stuff and bv from yeah from working a lot yeah from working a lot yeah. i tend to be oh, fucking touch wood i tend to be one of the lucky lucky ones that don't have that problem yeah me too but definitely the whole just actual pain and soreness yeah because it we're gonna have to really ease ourselves back into it but then at the same time if we're not there making the money like they're available those first that first week back we're going to miss it. We're going to miss because it. Because I feel like it'll drop off pretty quick after it d- that. It definitely they'll, will. Because yeah, because they'll get all excited and then they'll get their rocks off and then they'll be like, okay, we're all pretty broke because we're in don't a have massive job. recession. Yep, and none don't of have us have had jobs yep. for the past six months. Yep. So then they'll bail. So yeah. we need to be there for those first, that week at least. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And then Christmas will be coming up too. The way the Melbourne numbers are going. 
when we are allowed back at work, it'll be just before Christmas. Yep, yep. So and then everyone will bugger off for their Christmas holidays. Yeah, if they're allowed to and leave the state if our border gets yeah, opened. But not even just on holidays, it'll be school holidays, which yeah. we all know affects how many people coming and going from the parlour. Yeah, very much so, yeah. So it's um, going to be a crazy world. Oh, and please, please, if you are seeing your favourite worker or workers you've been following previously after all this and they've put on a little bit of weight over ISO... Don't put light to it. Yeah, don't say shit, man, because everybody's put it on. And also don't be like, oh, I'm not going to see her now. She's a BBW. Like, fucking people, as much as people put it on, they're going to lose her and they're going to be back in no time. Yeah. Don't just completely change people's categories and everything like that. Just remember fundamentally none of us have been a fucking human for almost a year. Yeah, Yeah. exactly. And if you want those favoured people of yours to get back to the bodies that they were, they're more likely to achieve that if you go and see them and give them money so they can pay to go to the gym and that to get... And they can pay to eat healthy and all those kinds of things. And also so they don't feel... So you're not just like giving into the vicious cycle of depression. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, go make them feel good. Yeah. Let's be honest. Honest. All of us have had about six months off getting those compliments and getting those nice little things. So like... I don't know about you guys, but my self-esteem has suffered. Yeah, yeah. So, like, just Def- like, it would be very, very nice if the clients just really sort of helped get us back to that. Yeah. yeah. Your experience is better when we're confident. Our experience is better when we're confident. Better for everyone. Yeah, yeah it is definitely. better for everyone. And like you say, the being out to afford to eat properly. I know I haven't been able to over lockdown without working. We've been part of the living off two minute noodles and yep, cheap processed too, carbs. Pasta and tomato sauce is that yeah. that's my go to. Yeah. So I can't afford to yeah. So when eating meat and well, I know are you a vegan as well? No, okay, right here. The things, the healthy things that aren't the processed cheap shit that yeah. makes you pack on weight. You know, you be nice to us, we be nice to you. It's the all the nicer a big you are to us, the nicer we'll be. To I you. don't know why people think that going into a booking on a setting where someone's about to like where you're about to spend a lot of money and spend time with people they think it's appropriate to be an absolute cunt. Like, you're going to have a bad time. Everyone's going to have a bad time. Just be nice. Yeah. And if you be extra nice, we be extra nice and everyone has an extra nice time. And then we remember you and then we think about you when you're not around. And we see you again. And then we want to please you. Yes. Which is another massive thing Mm -hmm, because mm -hmm. we want to make you happy. Yeah. Yeah. I I know, you know, when I've had clients that I've enjoyed spending the time with or that they've been – really nice or whatever and then they've expressed an interest in some of my more weirder and wonderful stuff that I will then bring into work toys that I wouldn't normally have at work you're more inclined to go a little bit more out of your way than you would have before yeah like you want to go that extra mile for those nice clients yeah exactly going oh you know he's into this with this particular toy I wouldn't normally bother to lug that to work but I'm going to bring it because I would like to see them again, you know. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. But anyway, I think we've probably... I think we've, yeah. For as far as we went at all organised for this episode. Not at all. It was and a whole lot of just disorganised chatter, but I hope you enjoyed it anyway. <laughs> <laughs> it's something... We did a live just before this. The live was very good. It was very informative. It was yeah, we kept having some problems with our bloody friggin' internet reception. So, it, but it was still very informative and good. Yeah, I yeah, think. Yeah, I think we put some really important information out. Oh there. yeah, definitely. For those people that don't 
don't follow us on the socials. These last few weeks where we haven't been able to put out an episode, I have been doing lives with people as our little way of saying thank you for bearing with us. And so if you go over to our Insta, which is at my mum is a P underscore porn star. So like porn star, but with an underscore after the P. Those lives are there and you can learn about spanking and smoking fetish and, and actually get to see Maz. Maz is on there with one of them with me. So, you know, those of you I know are fans of Maz, she popped in for a live as well and check those out. And if there's other fetishes that you would like to hear, to hear us do lives on in future, definitely let us know. Just keep in mind on Insta, we have to keep the language very um, non-explicit. Very, very. <laughs> very, very. So we are limited what fetishes we can cover and what s- s- topics we can talk about. So people seem to be enjoying them. Yeah, yeah. And if you go to the most recent live video, you'll be able to link straight to me and Violet's Instagram. So yes. make it nice and easy for you. Yes. To put a, yes. Put a name to the voice. Yeah. Yes. Or yeah, yeah, or a face to the voice. Face to the voice. Face yeah, yeah. They're, oh, they're, they're, <laughs> they're fairly easy on the eye. You might want to <laughs> put put that face to the voice indeed. <laughs> but, yeah, is there anything that you girls would like to promote of – oh, sorry, I do apologise calling – yeah, by girl. Oh, no, you still are okay with girl pronouns, Just aren't not you? exclusively. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Sorry. I semi-fucked up. (laughs) Yeah. So is there any things you want to promote? You people want to promote. (laughs) Yeah. Um, You babes want to promote. um, Violet's bitch um, on Instagram. uh, Just for fans. Violet underscore divine. Divine spelled D-E-V-I-N-E. So my Instagram is canna underscore bish underscore. So C-A-N-N-A underscore. B-I-S-H underscore. A little bit of a hint of what I'm into there. <laughs> um, and then if you follow the link in my bio, that'll take you straight to my Just For Fans, which is just Darcy Chance. Woohoo! Have fun. I hope the COVID world is not kicking you in the balls too much. Well, I guess <laughs> <it does. laughs> We're much retracted into the stomach region at this point. <laughs> yeah. This has been My Mum Is A Porn Star, an Unleashed edition I am Honey, otherwise known as Miss Honey Analverka, Australia's top BBW porn star, and get sexually edumacated. You. Bye. Bye. Why did I sound like Bailey Sam? Also, why does it just make the same damn noise? (laughs) 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 Because that's what we do. You can find us on Patreon and Facebook under the pages. My mum is a porn star. You can find us on Twitter at Mum Porn Star, capital M, capital P, and on Insta. My mum is a P underscore porn star. That's My Mum is a porn star with an underscore after the P. Intro music credit to Ruben Wall for funky porno music and outro music credit to Birthday Loyalty Club for sex bands. And if you're lucky, after the outro music, you might even find some outtakes. I see there with your sexy genders, checking me out in my hot suspenders. Looking at my nice shirt, shaking your hips, looking down at my pants and licking your lips. Cut a hole in the crotch and my clit hang loose. Cut a gap in the back for my bigger boots. You sweating hard for the vibes I'm sending them in my sex pants. Hate and pending. Sex pants, that's what I'm wearing. They keep staring at my sex pants. Big and special effects.
I'm in the corner with my tonic and gin See the girl, see the pants, see the hole, see the skin Strutting her stuff, looking all obscene Shaking that ass like it's on caffeine So I tear a little hole in my corduroy shorts Pull one nut out and... Hey! Never forget Mount Vesuvius, 79 AD. We love you. Like a like a softball? No, like smaller? No, like a gobstick. I don't know if a gobstick. Like a gobstopper? What is it? It's a gobsnacker. Gobsnacker. No, it's gobstopper. Jawbreaker. No, they're the definitely movie, called the Gobstoppers. Movie. Oh, the movie. Okay, Jawbreaker. yeah, the movie's called Jawbreaker. But yeah, when the girl dies. Yeah. yeah. Did you call them Jawbreakers? When you call them in like... Gobstoppers. 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 Yeah. Yeah. Gobstoppers. Gobstoppers. What were you we saying before? Gobstoppers. Gobsmackers. Yeah. Gobsmackers. I don't know. This is... Yeah, yeah. Sorry, sorry, guys. The cats were going for it. Yeah. Um. <laughs> the cats are as sexually frustrated as we are. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's so weird. I'm so confused. So... <laughs>